previously on episode five of Lick the Plate. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have to have Vance on this podcast. But, you know, the way it's prepared, the way it tastes, you know what I'm saying? It's a direct connection to your heritage and your culture. I really kind of, I would say, uh, came into uh, cooking and food and flavors during my time in Seattle. My number one dish is I make uh, shrimp fried rice. Mm. Oh my God. Let me tell you something. That is one of my favorite things from childhood. I wish they had Lori's. Lori's seasoning salt, everybody. A jewel of the United States of America. I wish they had Louisiana hot sauce. You know you can get all that online, right? Oh. You just gotta work for it a little bit. I am. I'm gonna put in that work. Because as soon as you get it... Because I can taste it. I have a taste memory. Mm. And I, I can taste it. I, I can taste it right now. Butter and sugar belongs on white rice. It's comfort, it's home, it is soulful, and it's the only way. It just is. And it's dessert. Ask and you shall receive. Yes, and you will receive it <laughs> via email. <laughs> I know that's right. Welcome back to Lick the Plate. I'm your host, Cameron Bernard-Jones. We continue with Vance Ashworth, the creative entrepreneur, model, DJ, and multimedia designer from Kansas City. Last time, we spoke about Thanksgiving and his family life in Kansas City, played a game of Diner's Choice, and much, much more. This time, we get into the nitty-gritty of all things barbecue and beyond. Now, you are from one of the capitals of barbecue. The capital of barbecue. I knew you were going to do that. Missouri. Well, sorry to all my listeners from Memphis, North Carolina, or anywhere else. <laughs> I offer no apologies. We won. <laughs> do you consider yourself to be a barbecue connoisseur? Yes, I do. Is that solely because you have hometown advantage or you've tasted every other type or many other types? I would say many other types and especially the places that feel like they're contenders, you okay. know? So um, I have, and I have to say that Kansas City does it just kind of does it better, you know, and I'm not trying to, you know, saying shade or getting another started, but I'm just I'm just saying how I feel. OK, <laughs> give me a second. I'm going to pull up the places mm-hmm. that consider themselves to be contenders. I'll, I'll use that instead of capitals contenders of barbecue in the United States specifically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I want you to give me your opinions on each. Dang, you know what's you know what's real tea? I put in the search barbecue capital USA and what did it say? Kansas, Kansas City. City, barbecue capital of the world. Yes, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Have you been here to a barbecue spot? I have, but you know, they're just 
They're not, they can't, They're, yeah. they can't touch Kansas City. Everywhere you go, they can't. I'm sorry, y'all, but actually, I offer no apologies. You know what I'm saying? Get like us. <laughs> okay. First on the list, Memphis barbecue. Good seasoning. Um, I can't say that the sauces are all that. Um, but I'll say this. Memphis is great because I know for a fact that they have uh, grill masters and it's in the family. You know what I'm saying? Those guys really know how to get out there and cook some meat. It's it's really, 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 it's well prepared, well seasoned, like everything. Memphis even has like soul Memphis barbecue. You can literally taste the soul in it. You can taste um the history, the past, present, and future of Memphis barbecue. They are they are I would say they're probably right under us. Not next to under. <laughs> <laughs> the smell, like the the aroma of it when you pulling up in Memphis, you know it's about to go down. Texas barbecue. Texas barbecue Texas needs to make enough barbecue to feed the whole family and to feed the town from day to night. I don't like going to barbecue places and they say, well, we run out of this. We ran out of this. We ran out of this. We ran out of this. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, KC, we have a lot of farmland. We, you know, we form like pigs, chickens and cows. So there's an abundance of, of meat. Uh, but, you know, for Dallas, I just feel like, um, <laughs> I'm going to say Texas. I just feel like, you know, dang, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. I just don't feel like y'all really, like they really season, like they really get into seasoning the meat. It seems like the wood, you know, we use hickory smoked wood. This is apple, you know, apple wood. (laughs) All that is wonderful. Now go back there and season your meat and then bring it back to me. The sauce, you know, the sauce wasn't even that great. You know what I'm saying? Like, like. The sauce wasn't even, it was even like watery almost. Like everywhere you go, it's like there's every, in barbecue, literally every single element is important. You know what I'm saying? How, like every, the seasoning, where you even get the meat. You know what I'm saying? Like uh the sauce is, is like literally next. This even goes to the size. You know what I'm saying? Like literally every single element um is important. And I just don't feel like um Texas is ticking all the boxes. Said what I said. <laughs> Kentucky barbecue. You know what? Let me think. Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky. I can't say that I've had Kentucky barbecue, but I'll just say this. Um, nobody really talks about Kentucky barbecue when it comes. The internet, Google must have needed to fill in some things. You know what I'm saying? You know, oh my gosh. they must have took a survey and, and like literally... <laughs> It was like, well, Kentucky is on the map, too. I'm sorry. North Carolina barbecue. It just doesn't have a lasting impression. I'm sure it was good. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure it was good. Um, I'm sure it was good. I'm sure, you know what I'm saying? I was filled and satisfied, but I didn't leave like, you know what I'm saying? This is, (laughs) you know, this is the where to get it. This is the spot to get it. I was fulfilled and I was happy, but. Okay, enough of the games. Cackalack. Enough of the games. Tell me why. Tell us why Kansas City, as it says in many articles, is the barbecue capital of the world. The world. All right. So first of all, Kansas City is we take it serious. People are actually mean 
around barbecue. Like you should see them. My favorite, my number one favorite um, place to get it is uh, Gates, right? And that's debated from within because everybody have their favorites and I kind of like them all, you know, but, um, and so really the differentiator was, is going to be the sauce because the meat is going to be good. The taste and everything is going to be, it's all good. You can literally go to like, um, you, you can go to like a corner barber, uh, barbecue shop. And, and so like you, the only thing that you'll really say is like, um, the sauce wasn't great, but the food is always going to be good. And so when you go to Gates, as soon as you walk in, hi, man, help you like they get you and you got to be ready. You got to know what you're going to get. And you, they take it seriously. They take the tongs. If you want a slab of rib, they take the tongs out and people really be standing there looking mean like because they're serious. And then they get the tongs and then they um, want to see you with the rib. They do like this because they want to see if how tender the meat is. Oh, he's and, flopping the uh, I'm showing, like with the tongs. I'm showing him how they do it. And then while they do that, the um, the um, the the grill master is, is like looking nasty and then the person watching it is like uh uh-uh, uh not that one that one that one that's right and so it's 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 serious business um i love um burnt in uh sandwiches heygrillhay.com gives us the scoop on burnt ends burnt ends are made from the point end also called the decal of a brisket This cut comes from the pectoral muscle of the cow and is exceptionally tough because the cow uses it so frequently. It is also well marbled with fat, so when the meat cooks low and slow over a wood fire, those tight connective tissues break down and gelatinize as the fat melts and moisturizes the meat. Burnt Ends originally began as a Friday special at barbecue joints in Kansas City, Missouri. Restaurants would collect the crispy ends of their sliced brisket throughout the week, sauce them up, and serve them on bread. What started as leftovers became such a phenomenon that lots of restaurants started putting burnt ends on the menu. Our barbecue will make you eat stuff that you have that you would never eat in your life. Like I prefer like lean cuts of meat, right? Mm. I'm not I don't like the real fatty parts. But I love a burnt in sandwich, which is literally just like the fat and like a piece, you know what I'm saying? It it just really makes you eat stuff uh, that you might not prefer Uh, uh, sausages. You know Mm. what I'm saying? You might not even be into like processed meat or or sausages, but Gates, you will love that sausage. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, Barbecue in Kansas City is not it's not cheap. Because it's a, it's something, no, it's not cheap. You know, really? no, you, if you, if you want to be, if you want to eat good, then you, I would say you need at least like $20, at least $20. To $20? 20 Yeah, at least 20 and then at least $20 to, so that you can make sure that you're satisfied because who knows if you want like, um, like the size, you're going to go in there, you're going to look at all these sizes, the barbecue, like barbecued baked beans. Get into it. Get into it, man. Like, oh, my God, we barbecue beans. And that's how serious we take it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm talking about what else is, is great about Kansas City barbecue. Um, like I said, um, and, and it's also, 
it's also soulful. You know what I'm saying? It's it's awful. It's also soulful. You know, we don't really have or call the guys that get behind the grill. We don't really call them grill masters, but you do have the guys in your family, like um, like my best cousin, who knew that the whole time he was paying attention, and now he grills like he grills the house down i'm like where did all this come from (laughs) like we was there we was there with each other the whole time and and he just and it's it's almost like it it, it's almost like it's on you when you're in kansas city it's in you it's innate you know what i'm saying if you Mm. got it you got it and 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 it's that's the most beautiful thing too because it's something that is in our blood as when you come from kansas city it's something that's in your blood and you can taste it you can taste it you can tell the difference between you know here i've been i'm in london that you you know you'll go place and they'll say kansas city style barbecued ribs you you yeah a lot of um imitations yeah fortunately so you just don't, and you can taste, you can taste the soul, you can taste the, you can taste the, the ferocity, you can taste the seriousness in it. You can tell when somebody is serious about that meat. You can tell when somebody is serious about what they're cooking, serious about the temp, the time and everything, because they take so much pride in it. So much pride that when you take your first bite and you look up, they're sitting there staring you right in the eyes. Now give me my compliments. Mm. And it's like, you did it. You did it. I'm getting up out of my seat and I'm literally uh, giving you a full bow. I'm bowing before you because you blew my socks off with one bite. Yeah. Kansas City gives you plenty of food. And I'm talking about barbecue. Like you will literally, I've been to barbecues where they didn't even have sides, right? Because literally people are literally just, we're literally, they're literally there just for the meat. And then I leave and go at least get a bag of chips or something, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they don't care. I've been to barbecues where they're literally like eating off the grill. Like, like you can't wait. You literally can't wait. As soon as the, uh, the grill, uh, master, as soon as he turns his head, you grab that piece of chicken as fast as you can and get the hell out of there because you can't like you literally can't wait that's the aroma the smoke the smoke is gonna just slap you right my mouth is watering i'm sorry Mm. y'all the smoke is gonna be the very first thing to slap you in the face if you go into a barbecue you put in some meat on the grill you can you 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 can pretty you don't need the address once you get in the area because the, you can follow your nose it gets stronger i love and that stronger and stronger and stronger and you knock on the door and you try to be polite you're like hey how you been uh-huh making your way to the kitchen you good uh-huh how's the kids uh-huh uh-huh plate what are we doing here? <laughs> Kansas City is a place where you can literally eat and leave. Why? Because you're full. You're done. We're done here. What more is there to do? What more is there to do? Kansas City is a place where you don't like, okay, I, I've been away for, I've been on the road for about maybe nine years, right? And so I went back last year and it was barbecue season. And, um, I was and so a lot of places you go the the take home plate the doggy bag that's kind of not a thing it can even be frowned upon right so I got out of the habit of even asking or even like you know whatever I um <laughs> I went over to my cousin's house uh to a barbecue it was a fight party and they had like chicken and stuff like that and um and I didn't I again I was quiet I was just gonna leave she was like did you get you some road wings I was like. No. What is a road wing? A road wing. When you just get two, you get a napkin and you get two wings for the road. Period. 
Not even a piece of foil, a napkin. Yeah, you get a napkin, and so and then as soon as you get in the car, you know what I'm saying? You, you as soon as you get in the car, you just need some wings for the road. <laughs> that's my kind. That's yes. my kind. Oh, yes. see, yeah, I, yeah, you definitely can't do that in here in London. I mean, you can, but it's just not. It's is it, you like if you don't like it's it's customary to take home, to get a take home plate it's literally customary like you'll have the the people that bring the plates and the cups they'll also bring like to go boxes mm-hmm. too because we know and even if um even if if what you make doesn't like um doesn't if there's more if there isn't any more left uh, if they eat everything that you made if they eat it all up that's definitely a good thing but you know um it's also a good thing to have leftovers because people in Kansas City, like we, I've, man, I've been to barbecues. I got real mad. I went to a barbecue where they was making their to-go plates and their their dinner plates, and then making their to-go plates at the same time. And so by the time I got to the thing, you know, what I'm saying it was stuff missing. Like, dang, where's I'm digging for the wings, looking around for stuff because these are brothers. And our sisters, they're going to feed you. There's going to be piles and piles of food. You, This is Kansas City for you. And you they, you don't feel guilty for it. You do not feel guilty for it. Like, it's going to be, it's going it, to, like, we're just abundant eaters there. Mm. Kansas City, Seattle, a few places in between, now London. How did you get here? All right. How did I get here? All right. I was hosted by Gucci. I'm a model. I work in fashion. And Gucci launched their Gucci Love Parade collection. And they invited people from all over the world. And I accepted. And I came. And I fell in love with the city. And um, I went back to... I was uh, based in Seattle. And I went back to Seattle. And I couldn't really think about anything else but London. I didn't see myself anywhere else but London. I didn't see myself um, in anywhere in Seattle. I just uh, I just kind of knew that London, innately, that London was next. Also, um, I made uh, some connections and I was in, um, I went back to Seattle, you know, I made some connections and then I went back to Seattle and people were actually calling back. And that's the most beautiful thing about this place is because it's, um, it's a place that as soon as I came, opportunities begin to, um, present themselves. Doors began to open. And that was another reason why I knew that this, this was a good time, you know, um, it it was a good it was a good time and it was it, I feel like I feel like I'm definitely in flow mm. by being here, um, and so that's how I got here to London and of course um, Gucci is are amazing the the company they're amazing 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 hosts and um, they really just kind of gave me the best of the city you know the how they say first impressions last the longest yeah that my first impression um, was was just solidified. I knew this was like where I was supposed to be, especially with the, um, with that level of service accommodation with that level, with, with the arts and the culture that was just, that was just presented. Um, in that one time I was like, I don't, I, of course, like it only makes sense that I would live in a place 
where the V&A Museum is. It only makes sense that I would live in a place with, I mean, there's just powerhouse creatives here. The creative community here is what I connect to most. Yeah. And you being one of them. This, the, my God, every, every artist in every single medium is just powerful. There are powerful poets, singers, visual artists, like there's just these people, dancers. I went to see um, Pina Bosch with a uh, all Sudanese cast. I never, I was a, a young patron for the Pacific Northwest Ballet in Seattle. I never been to a ballet or to a dance um, performance and, and cried. Mm. Oh, I never seen people move their bodies like they did with, um, I mean, like every single limb. So seeing all these things, being exposed to the, to the level of talent that, that is here, I knew that, um, I knew that this was where I was supposed to be. Culturally, was it a big shift? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I come from very friendly, uh, places. Seattle is a very friendly city, a, a social city. London is social too, but, Seattle is super friendly. Kansas City is a very friendly place. Um, and so kind of moving to London, it kind of took, hmm, I had, it took a, it took a minute. I'm, I'm still, it, it was kind of challenging getting acclimated here in London, uh, because culturally speaking, it's, it's, it's different, you know? Uh, I, even in Seattle, it's very relaxed, you know, it's very relaxed. It's very even, it's very even kind of a soft life in Seattle, you know? So to come to London and have it be the fastest city I've ever lived in, to have people, everybody to seem so focused, uh, the British humor, sometimes you may think that people are being insulting, but <laughs> <laughs> you just have to understand that this is how they do, you know? Um, you know, <laughs> uh, trying to say hello to people or and give eye contact with people on the tube and the train and like literally <laughs> sometimes you feel like a ghost because people will walk right into you because they don't they're not concerned with you or what's going on in other places that uh like Seattle and Kansas City oh excuse me hey how you doing you can at Seattle you can meet your next best friend at a bus stop at the coffee shop yeah. in London no you have to find your tribe you really have to find your tribe because that's where you're going to get um that's where you're going to get your friendships that's where you're going to get your connections that's where you're going to get um you know people that are that are nice to you and, exactly yeah. savoring the memories sipping curiosities spilling tea and serving up good vibes what did you think about the food when you first got here not right now uh oh all right london i love you i have to say i do love you but i feel like I do feel like, you know, they could season their food in public places, you know? And when I got here, somebody told me right off the bat that if you want to, if you want flavor, food with flavor, you have to go with people. You have to go to the people that are melanated. So I began to go. I had never had, um, I had never had, um, what, uh, um, samosa i had never had a a patty a jamaican patty i had never had so many things but i began to rely on on the indian on uh or the asian community actually because there's there's so many like different asian restaurants that literally i yeah. don't even know what kind of asian they are but i'm knocking on the door like yeah i'll take that you yeah, know yeah. uh jamaican 
Africans, um, the the Nigerians, uh, Agusi, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 like. According to DemandAfrica.com, Egusi is a West African name for the seeds of plants like squash, melons, and gourds that, when dried and ground, become a staple ingredient in many West African dishes. These seeds are rich in fat and protein and add these essential nutrients into West African cuisine. Literally, I had never in my life had that. And so literally when when I come here, this is a word of advice to you guys that maybe haven't been here. When you come here, go and talk to the Jamaicans, go and talk to the Africans, go and talk to the Asians because they'll hook you up. Not to say that because uh, I just left a really fabulous um, Italian resta- uh, restaurant. It was amazing. Um, and, and so sometimes you can you can get like good food where, you know, it's a quality cuts of meat. You know, you know, this is this is good vegetables and everything like that but you know when you come from a place where where the food where the the flavor of the food is important mm-hmm. and you know that that food can be more than just something to fill your body but like literally you can have a cultural experience through the food you know yeah. and a lot of times you just don't get that and um like um so i i don't Again, I was raised with like barbecue baked beans. So when I see him just kind of put a can of beans. (laughs) I was going to bring beans up again now that I knew your love for it. And of course, as you're saying. Don't put no unseasoned beans. (laughs) On your breakfast plate. Please don't. Or on any plate. Any plate. But since beans is such a huge thing for breakfast here. Yeah. I agree. I <laughs> when I first started having these British staples, especially the 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 good old English breakfast, um I wasn't mad that there were beans on the side cuz I love beans my entire life. Um but the taste. <laughs> Where was it? I say wait a minute. Y'all literally just opened the tin up and dumped it on the plate. Well, okay, Is you heated it up. And so my husband and my entire family here do beans right <laughs> oh, seasoned good, good 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 with many things in it including onions yeah. which i believe belong me too you need that beans. texture <laughs> it's not even the taste you just want that tiny little crunch you tiny know what little crunch. yeah 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 and i mean ooh, my husband will season up a pot and it doesn't even take it, here's the thing it does not take long it doesn't all you gotta do is dump stuff in the pot so I'm like, why isn't that a thing? It's a flavor thing. It's just, and it's just tradition, of course, that I guess you just have, you, you, you have that canned taste, which I just cannot stand. I can't. Um, I just, not even no ketchup. Uh, <laughs> so I'm glad we share the same sentiments. Yeah. Because uh, it doesn't have to be bad. It, it, it just doesn't. You know, it, it really doesn't, you know, and I don't know. It's not like my food has to be pretty, but sometimes they're not even concerned with um, presentation. You know, mm. the beans is just <laughs> touching the the toast. It just all, you know, bean juice just all over the plate. And then it's those black things. Like it's some black things. Black pudding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't. No. Thank you. <laughs> like half of a tomato. Like just throw a tomato on the plate. What you mean? Okay, full disclosure. I I love food presentation. 
if I go to a place where I don't have the high expectations, it's whatever. Even at home, I mean, looking at those pictures that you showed me, I mean, you are all about the presentation, whether it's your own home Mm -hmm. or a a high-end restaurant. And I love Mm -hmm. that for you. Um, Sometimes I just want to throw things on the plate. However. (laughs) Savage. Not, uh -uh, excuse you. (laughs) It does still need to look appetizing. And I'm all about colors on the plate as well. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. You don't always get that. No. Even like, okay, even, okay, so I'm, oh my God. So there's play, there's things where they actually win. We'll talk about that, where they actually win, right? And so, uh, they do have these, like, I call them the chicken shack because they're literally on every single corner. You can go for like four pounds, 50. You can go and get five wings and some chips and a drink, right? Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Sometimes it's hit or miss. You oh, yeah. know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's hit or miss. And I just have to go back and big up Kansas City because that's one thing. Like the fried chicken, it don't miss. You don't have you don't have an option here. Like go chicken go. They don't miss. You know what I'm saying? Church is chicken. Like they don't miss. You know what I'm saying? Even the uh Kentucky fried chicken here, it's nothing like the Kentucky in Kansas City. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like when it comes I just wish I do that's my that's my wish, you know, is that these people really knew how to fry some chicken. Mm. And I'm talking about with their foot. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that like saying in ages. And you know where else I think they win? Don't you think the meal deal is just the best thing ever? <gasps> yes. Okay. I mm. I've never had a conversation with anybody about this, but whenever I go to any supermarket and get a meal, I'm like, this is the best value for money (laughs) ever to get. Okay. Meal deal. You get a main, a side and a drink. That main could be anything from a sandwich or like pasta, pasta or sushi, Sushi. not the best quality, but you know, sushi, Mm -hmm. And on the side, you will have fruit or a bag of chips, crisps, and drinks from water to coconut water to energy uh, drinks. To energy drinks. So I'm like, yeah, 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 y'all got that right. And this, it'll, it'll never be more than five pounds. Now things are on the rise, but I don't think I've ever paid more than like four pound fifty for a meal deal. And in in America, just the sandwich alone would be like five ninety nine. Expensive. The chips alone would be like two dollars. The drink alone would be like a dollar thirty, fifty nine, sixty, something like that. Yeah. You know? And so you literally all you need to eat here, breakfast, lunch or dinner, is literally like just five pounds. Mm-hmm. It's I, I wish we, I honestly wish we had meal deals in America. I wish they would really adopt that because it's, it's just, it's quick. It's, it's amazing. Um, it's just the best. I feel like they, they did win. Whoever's idea that was, <laughs> they won with the meal deal. Yeah. You can't knock them for that. I was shocked last time I went home to the United States and went into a supermarket. I think it was maybe like Pathmark or ShopRite or whatever. And, oh, I, Honestly, I was like, this is expensive. How are people affording to buy food? Right. Right. And I had to think, even what I had to do, you know, do the conversions of the currency and everything. I was like, no, 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 no. No, this is actually expensive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. And so you bringing up things like meal deals, I think that's a brilliant thing that supermarkets here in the United Kingdom have. And yeah, 
I think the United States should definitely adopt, adopt that. it. And if you go at the right time, the prices are reduced mm-hmm. even more if you like, because they don't want to sell the same thing the next day. So if you go after seven, that yellow sticker, that yellow sticker that we're talking about, literally that yellow sticker, that same meal deal would like the sandwich would literally be a dollar or something uh, or a pound or something by itself. Mm. Um, and like literally just go after seven and here comes the real deals. So they, they just, um, they really just won on that. And I remember, um, I've came here from Seattle and then, um, it's already expensive. And then I go back. It was probably like about a three to six months period. Mm. The food prices had soared here. I have like, you know, I have my money and then I go to the cash wrap and I'm like surprised at how low, you know, uh, at, at my total in America, you, I go to the cash wrap with like 10 items and then I, I'm calculating in my head. And then what I calculate and then what she say, because I completely forgot that they're going to charge tax for every single thing and then a tax for this. And then I'm like, Oh my God, like. <laughs> That plus tax situation Come will on, get man. you. <laughs> Come on. Like but like you said, it's it's expensive to eat. It's expensive to eat in the in the States. It's yeah. expensive to get a sam- a cold cut to get a sandwich. It's and it's not and it's no better. It's no better than the meal deal. No better. Mm. Get it together, United get it together, States. Y'all. Come Supermarkets on. industries. Come on. <laughs> Using three adjectives, mm-hmm. I want you to describe for us Kansas City food, food from Seattle, and then food found here in London. All right. Kansas City food, soul, abundance, flavor. Seattle. Seattle, fresh, um, fresh, and oh, that's another one I would say. What is it that is when it's just kind of the best when you know you're eating the best of the best and you're getting like you just know you're eating the best of the best and you know it's fresh. You know it's fresh. Mm. That's Seattle for you. Fresh. That's the whole thing. Farm to table. London. On the go. If Even if that's an adjective, I don't know if that counts, but it's a lot of food for when you're on the go here. Um but affordable, which is the best part, which is the best part. You can eat here. Uh, you can eat here. You can eat good in London. You can always find something to eat. And um, it's just the most beautiful thing because um, the diversity you just are presented with so many different flavors and so many different styles. It's, it's the most food is something that you can explore here every single every time you eat it's just the, that's the most beautiful thing so i would say another one would be beautiful um i would describe describe it as beautiful because the diversity here just like the um the markets that you go to each neighborhood has a market the market that you go to um what is it have you ever had paella uh, yeah many times okay i had it for the first time here i was blown away did you have it at borough market uh, it was some market. I don't remember. Um, it was, um, I can't remember, but you know, it was one of the stalls, mm. but it was, it was fabulous, you know, but that was just another day, another time yeah. and another place that they just took me to yeah. here in London. I, I have an addiction, a very healthy addiction to samosa. I love it. I could eat samosa for breakfast, lunch and dinner. 
According to Wikipedia, a samosa is a fried South Asian pastry with a savory filling, including ingredients such as spiced potatoes, onions, peas, meat, or fish. It may take different forms, including triangular, cone, or half-moon shapes, depending on the region. Samosas are often accompanied by chutney and have origins in medieval times or earlier. Sweet versions can also be made. Samosas are a popular entree, appetizer, or snack in the cuisines of South Asia, the Middle East, Central Asia, East Africa, and their South Asian diasporas. Patty jerk chicken, jerk chicken. They do not play with the jerk chicken here. Oh, mutton. I, I'm laying back. I'm daydreaming about Aki. Is it called Aki? I had that. Yep. I had mutton. And oh my God, it's just not, it's just the most beautiful thing to explore, um, to explore food here because it's, you see my whole thing yeah, like it's a, it's dreamy. <laughs> We're going to bring it all home back to you. Two questions for you. First one is, if you were an alcoholic beverage, mm-hmm. what would you be? <laughs> so my drink is a vodka and tonic, and it has to be made well. Um, the tonic has to be crisp. All right. I prefer to see and hear you open up, open it up. So fresh tonic, right? Fresh soda or whatever it is. It has to be that. Um, I don't need the lime flavor. I actually want fresh lime. And so I would definitely say a good vodka and tonic. So clean and crisp. Um, With a good vodka. You understand? One that because the lime is kind of the best part about it. You know, it's one of the best parts. Like I said, I like the crisp of the soda, but you don't want the vodka to get in the way, the flavor of of the vodka. So you need a good one because you don't want it to get in the way of everything else, of this good, you know, fizzy, bubbly, of this fresh lime. So a good vodka, that's who I am. If you were to describe yourself, the essence of Vance using any flavor, food, whatever, what would you choose? Mm, that's a good one. A Belgian waffle. Because it's something that can be made to taste. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I'm definitely kind of my own person. Mm. And so um, definitely, I'm, I'm a sweet guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm a nice person. Um, but I do kind of sometimes give an edge. So you might like a, you know, like a, a crispy edge. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> I said it. You know That's, said okay, it. I like that. Dip it in some sauce. Oh. <laughs> put some toppings on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, put some chocolate, some strawberries on it. Ow. And that concludes the two-part conversation with Vance Ashworth. Give Vance a follow on Instagram at Vance Leroy. That's V-A-N-C-E-L-A-R-O-Y. And of course, give Lick the Plate a follow on Instagram and TikTok at Lick the Plate Podcast. Check the episode description for more info. Please follow or subscribe. Give Lick the Plate a rating on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify. And of course, spread the word with your colleagues, family, and friends. 
This is your host, Cameron, reminding you to savor your memories and sip your curiosities. And if you decide to spill the tea, remember to serve it up with some good vibes on the side. See you next time for another episode of Lick the Plate.